1: And
0: because they're super packable, the real question is where are you taking them? Experience how AllBirds redefines comfort. Visit AllBirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A L L B I R D S.com code SUPER24.
1: Back to old school with D, P, and J on 93.7 the ticket and the ticket
0: We are back. Last long segment. Two hours goes by too quick, Austin. But we're in this. It was SEC media days yesterday. Um, Nick Saban got up there and was the, uh, you know, he had to You know, let everybody know that three quarterbacks are in competition. I do think the transfer from Notre Dame is eventually going to win. But I think the big number four is going to eventually be the starter. I think him under Tommy Reese is going to be really good. I think Bill O'Brien – and, and what they were doing, you needed a Bryce Young number one pick in the draft to run his type of scheme. He was running some high-level passing stuff with him. I think Tommy Reese has experience to kind of start him slow, and then he'll eventually take it because he's physically next level.
1: Was O'Brien w- doing the same stuff with Hackenberg back at Penn State?
0: Yeah. And <laughs> – and, and, but Hackenberg didn't <laughs> yeah. have this receiving core. Yeah. But – he had the arm. Hackenberg was mentally not there, and that's where you know Bill O'Brien never really signed off for him. But what I really wanted—two things I want to talk to you guys about—is in two different universities. First, if you guys saw Lane Kiffen yeah, Did you see? my man, my man got—he looked like he rolled out of bed and forgot to comb his hair. Like, oh, y'all need me? Y'all need me? He looked tan though. He looked like he'd been having a good time out on his, because he's been tweeting out pictures of being on his boat with his family and he's and he's a great dad to his daughters. But I'm sure his daughters said, Dad, man, you couldn't have combed your hair. Bro had the bed head and got up there and he is not showed a big. Showed up
1: as Joey Freshwater.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he
1: showed up as Joey. He was like. Joey
0: comb over. That's right, what he was. Like they,
1: called, they, went, they pulled out the old, old alias. Joey, he said, wait a minute, uh, check the room for Kiffin. Kiffin, K I F No? Uh oh! Fresh water. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. sir. I'll I'll connect you to the room.
0: <laughs> he, he had uh a, a he had a pretty cool quote. He had a pretty good quote here where he says, uh as far as thinking thing about the transfer portal, he said it's free agency. He's like, We got professional sports right now, except no salary cap or luxury tax. The result is a myriad of issues for the coaches. Well, he's actually did a really good job this year of transfer portal but he is being realistic I always said college football no longer is college football it is professional sports the NFL is entertainment and that's the facts and that's the truth you're getting paid the guys that can really entertain and have some cachet with them will get paid more that's why you see trades more often Aaron Rodgers to the Jets Lane Kiffin whoever your SID is need to make sure they pack a comb for you next time the more important thing right here an alarming thing I want your guys' opinion on is Kirby smart? Two things: the reporter, the young one, that forgot to keep the record button on. <laughs> and, and no, this is, this is this is not funny because no, J- because J- J- he had he had started to dig into the sexual assault allegations and them keeping over, I think, eleven or more players with certain allegations on the team. And then essentially Georgia said, we're going to pull your credentials if you don't fire the dude. Number one, that's that. But the, more, the most important thing I think that came out of there is Kirby Smart minimizing, especially after what happened, the speeding issues of his players. And he says people speed every day. Well, when you have a speeding issue of a top pick in Carter and then have people, you know, unfortunately die – That's an issue that you have to address whether you like it or not. Because in theory, everybody speeds. Right? It does.
1: Speeding is is 5 to 10 over. Speeding isn't 30 plus over. That's different.
0: Right. That's reckless. And so what he needs to do is address that. I want to know what you guys thought on his uh, lack of reality when it came to his players in speeding tickets so, or excessive speeding tickets. So
1: in in today's media cycle of 24 hours of news, access, and other, and that everybody gets a microphone put in front of them uh, often enough to, to, to make themselves look really good or really bad, and, and it's, it's relevant. But to ask the question, <laughs> Jay, this is what I would ask you, are we really surprised? That a top ten coach, football coach in America, actually doesn't care what we think about,
0: <laughs>
1: right? Like yeah. uh, they're not being held accountable. What are they going to do?
0: Yeah, I don't really. What's going to
1: happen if he if he doesn't do it? Who's no. made Nick yeah. Saban, uh, any of the top ten coaches, do anything that they do not want to do? Like, we know that's that's the M.O. now. Yeah. That is the standard operating procedure is that if you're one of the top ten coaches in America, you do what you want. You make the rules. And you can say whatever you want. You can say the thing that helps you get paid, transfer portal, is terrible. But actually, it's what you get paid for. And you're engaging in it at the highest level in the country.
0: Yeah. yeah like, I'm Lane Kiffin,
1: you are, you are the problem with NIL. Really? Because a coach. I mean, your coaching resume is longer than the list of any college player, active or otherwise. Okay, Kirby Smart, if you don't like this thing, do right by it. Okay, uh, listen, Saban, somebody lost their life because we didn't do a basic thing well. A basic thing, which was considered others following the rules. Well, the rules don't often apply to those top ten programs. Right. And they know it. So what's he gonna go out and say, Hey Jay, I was wrong, bro. He could if he was a person where that was the important thing, but it's what we, Austin is what we were talking about earlier. That's what not what Nick Saban came to the mic for. He had another thing to talk about. This was just friction. Oh. Nah, that's not why I'm out here. Uh what's next?
0: Yeah, I think the fact that where he's at right now on the mountaintop gives him extreme leeway, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but as soon as he loses or he they start to have a downturn, this story will come back to haunt him. Well, it's
1: it's it's what. The, but we don't even remember why he got fired before from the NFL. We don't even remember. Are you are talking about saving? Yeah.
0: Yeah, I'm talking about Kirby well, Smart. Well,
1: Kirby, we don't remember Kirby leaving any other post and having to answer or justify why. We never we never heard anything negative, you know, why? Cuz it wasn't important to the people that were moving him. And Georgia did a really good job of vetting and clear look, the what I give Georgia credit was they cleaned up all that stuff before Kirby they before they hired Kirby.
0: because they had to, because they had yeah. a mess before. At Georgia, like they had, at, was Georgia, a mess. They, had they had it pretty good because Mark Rick did a really good job. Just couldn't get over the hump. Coincided with they took Nick Saban's right hand man and Kirby Smart, which had that defense and that recruiting humming. Yep. yep. So essentially, it's no different than when Tony Dungy and John Gruden just came in and just brought another flavor. What happens is when you have when you have success. Right At this at this magnitude At this level yep. And you saw a little bit of uh, Alabama But Alabama Is a little bit farther along Because you gotta think Remember when they were down In the Peach Bowl And they had a high recruit That was a freshman A redshirt That was late for curfew They just had a team meeting Which is their unity council Without the coaches And it was like send them home Deuces Right So where, you're, where Kirby Smart in Georgia Is at right now when you have done a good job of building a program, or continued it, 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 mag, or taking it to the maximum, obviously, and, and building a program—I mean, I'm not going to say that he had it easy, but he had to build a program and he had to get over the hump, right? Because they couldn't beat Alabama; they could beat everybody else, get to Alabama, and just dookie down their legs, yeah. right? Even in the first one, first championship, they had to go—they had to get them twice, right? And yep. uh, they only could beat them the second time by doing that and you built the culture up and you have such success individually with players getting drafted high going to NFL and then the guys bringing your culture to the highest level. You start to sometimes take some risks on guys and you think our culture can change or help these guys. And sometimes, and this is, and this is what happens here. And this is what happens in college football and this is what you see. You see where teams well still Georgia is always going to be good, but not at the same level. Is you get guys that come in on the back end of success, right? The recruits, they still get national championship sh- shirts. The guys that don't play, right? Yep. They still get the rings. Yep. But they didn't earn it. They didn't. They did. They didn't do it. You know what I mean? Or they come in and they play a small role, and they're looking at it like they did you know, all the heavy lifting. And then if you mix in that, some of that with the guys that um, are a little bit more of a risk, right? Those guys can formulate inside your team. So the biggest thing he's going to have to do is strip that down. Like really go back to, I wouldn't say like old school, but it really strip it down to where you got to like de-star these guys and say, look, if you want to get to the to the level of so and so, yeah, you got a national championship ring, but it's fictitious because you didn't, you haven't performed at a national championship level.
1: That's where I think your stretch '94 to '97 is unique, right? I'm sure there weren't a lot of guys that came in in '94 as freshmen that were playing right away or big roles that could no. have had those rings and said, "Oh yeah, look what we did." But you go get another one, '95, a game maybe two away in '96, and then that group actually earned it in '97.
0: Had to, and you know, for me personally, '94. You know, my biggest role was, you know, being people that I wasn't. Zach Thomas, Ray Lewis. That's what. We, that's where you know, Mike Rucker. Well, you contributed. We, 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 you yeah, contributed. But, but so I, yeah, I, them <laughs> dudes on the field answered the bell every Saturday. Detroit Dumases and all those guys. But I had my role. Then I go to start in '95 and start the whole season. But I'm splitting time. Okay, okay, I earned that, right? But I didn't earn it the way I wanted to earn it, right? So when you think of Grant Wisdom played a small role or a role at 94, all-American or whatever, you know, probably all Big 12 or Big 8 or whatever in 95, same with Jason Peter, right? Here I am splitting time, you know, starting, playing 60 70% of the time, but still splitting time. 96, we don't win it, right? 97, the pressure's on Jay Foreman. I got to answer the bell. I have to be on that level, so you have to be like DP says, first or second team all Big Twelve. That's a totally different pressure. Now, granted, I would have done that in '95, but I didn't have. I mean, we you know we had Jamel and all that stuff, and then I moved to middle linebacker. So there is a difference, but I didn't lose focus to that. I was inspired by that well, because that, I had but, a but big. That's you doing. Right. That's you doing yeah. your part. Yeah.
1: And the guys in front of you got better because of you, because you were there right. behind them. The guys that you practiced against got better because you were there. Right.
0: And I got better, too, going right. against Corey Schlesinger. Right. I how about I to, that? I had to bob about, and weed. How about that? Here come Corey Slesinger and Lauren Phillips. Hey. How about that? You, I'm telling you, the, <laughs> the the ability to figure it out because it's either ram in the ram man for days and hours on end because he's going to keep coming because Coach Solis ain't going to accept no less. Or. Find a way to play and get better and then also be a factor, right? Yeah. Because I we looked at it as, and this is what Troy and Dumas and those guys, look, you on tape. Coach Osborne's watching that tape. He's looking to see if you're worth it. So when you show up on that tape against the best offense in the nation, everything was, everything was downhill after that. So it's going to be interesting to see how Georgia does it. Where's your quarterback? Because you you hit the you hit the lottery with Stetson Bennett. Been there for six years. I still don't know how he didn't graduate, but that's another thing. Six years and he's played way above his athletic ability and what they initially thought he was. That's what's interesting with Kirby Smart. He's a great coach, great recruiter. He, the quarter- he's a
1: great personnel manager,
0: right? And an ego manager. And he's a, and he knows how to push the right buttons. If you if you people if you guys can get on YouTube and listen to his locker room speech before they played Tennessee, you understand why they play the way they do. Yeah. Because yeah. he said they gotta look you in the eye for 60 minutes. He said there ain't nowhere to run and nowhere to hide. <laughs> so it, hey, and he started right. singing to them. Right. He was telling them all week. Here we go. These dudes can't run from you. So when you think about how they played and how they beat the brakes off of TCU, it's his message. Man. But lost in that message is that he didn't really originally want Stetson Bennett. He wanted JT Daniels and all these other guys. Stetson Bennett had that inner workings in him.
1: Sometimes you, get it, sometimes you can get in your own way.
0: To, right. Now Stetson Bennett is gone. So the safety net of a guy that is intrinsically motivated to prove you wrong and prove the nation wrong and prove himself right is gone.
1: He he's got a bunch of Jay Foreman sitting there waiting. But the Cause, quarterback with
0: DP, that quarterback and the way he's played, yeah. the way he played in the biggest moments, mm-hmm. isn't there. Yeah. And guess who's coming? We about to see. Old St. Nick. To- J Foreman <laughs> DP will be right back. We hey. about Watch
1: to Old see. School Live on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. Old School with DP and J on 937 the Ticket and the TicketFM.com.